0: Welcome to Mastering Your Financial Life, hosted by Judy Heft, the founder and CEO of Judith Heft and Associates Financial and Lifestyle Concierge. This year, they're celebrating 26 years in business. In every episode, Judy interviews professionals who help others successfully manage their financial lives. You can find this show on YouTube, LinkedIn, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. Judy is the author of two books. How to be smart, successful, and organized with your money for a better today and tomorrow. And her latest book, Mastering Your Financial Life Cycles, How to Successfully Manage Money in Every Decade of Life. You can read chapters of her books and catch prior episodes of this show at www.judithheft.com. Now here's the host of Mastering Your Financial Life, Judy Heft. Hey,
1: everybody. Michael, I'm so happy to have you. So I want to introduce Michael. Michael Freed is a partner at Berkman, Bacher, Newman, and Shine. That's a mouthful. But he's been with them for a couple of years. But prior to that, he was on his own, and he's been practicing law for 25 years. I think he must have started when he was 10 or something like that. (laughs) And um, their firm specializes, they do mediation, collaborative divorce, but Michael heads up the litigation department. And so he does a great job with his clients. So I'm happy to have you as a guest, Michael. Thanks for joining me.
2: Well, thank you, Judy. Thank you for having me on the show. It's a pleasure.
1: My pleasure. So I have a couple of, you know, one of the things I wanted to find out for me, what are some of the biggest challenges that couples face when they're contemplating divorce? You know, it's not a fun trip.
2: When a a client comes into my office, one of the things they come to me and say was, well, these are the assets I have. They're my assets. And that's where I tell them, and they're sometimes really surprised. They say, "Well, I I tell them, you know, there are two forms of assets: what's you know, marital and separate. And marital property is everything you get from the time you get married up till the start of a divorce, and separate property is anything you get prior to the marriage or by gift or inheritance. So when people say, "Well, this is mine. I got it during the marriage," well. Yes, it may be yours, but it's also your spouse's. And when there's marital property, it'll be distributed accordingly.
1: Yeah, so I think that's interesting. So what about property? Like, what if someone came in to the marriage and they inherited something from their family? How does that work into the does it matter on the length of their marriage? Does that factor into it? No.
2: So when somebody inherits inherits property, whether it's before the marriage or during the marriage. It's separate property. However, where it gets a little sticky is when you get an inheritance, and let's just make it easy. Let's say there's a a residence and you you inherit a residence, but during the marriage, it increases in value. It appreciates uh, due to, let's say, somebody's sweat equity. Let's say they're building something or they're putting marital money in to improve it. Well, then the other spouse would have an entitlement to the... The, the appreciation provided that 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 the efforts the active efforts of the spouse caused that property to appreciate however if it's just the fact that the market went up that 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 inherited house went up just due to let's say we had a situation with covid well that then that would be what they call passive appreciation and the other spouse wouldn't be entitled to an interest in it
1: It's kind of complicated, I think. So that's why you need a good lawyer like you. People that want to do their own divorces are making a big mistake because there's so many nuances and different rules and regulations that we as lay people do not know. And so that's why we need someone like you. So that's great. So what are some of the documents that people need when they're thinking about a divorce? Because I know that we see a lot of our clients are busy swiping credit cards when they come to us and they don't know what they're spending on each category. And I know that the Financial affidavit and the statement of net worth are just so detailed. They want weekly expenses. Is that correct?
2: That's right, uh, Judy. And what what we do when we first are working with a client, we talk to them about what documents do they have to pull together? What documents do they need in order to start working on the statement of net worth, which is the most important document in a matrimonial case. It's a sworn document. It's a document that gets cross-examined. And it's a document that even if you don't step foot in a courtroom, you still need it. So in terms of the documents, what we look for is the last three years of tax returns. We also look at bank statements. We want to see at least a year's worth of your checking account statements. Um, And then the most recent statements for your savings accounts, your brokerage accounts, your retirement accounts, any life insurance. Um, anything that would be considered an asset, as well as credit card statements. Why is that important? Because we look to the expenses. On a statement of net worth, we have a list of all the expenses. It starts from the mortgage down to dog food. And the reason we need that is to figure out a budget. And Judy, that's when you are most helpful for us, Mm -hmm. because a lot of times clients come in and they're so confused. And rather than spending the the time and money with me, and I'm a, a little expensive when it comes to that, but uh, I, I, would, I would recommend them to see you at least first to get them organized, put these expenses together, maybe in a, a nice little exp- Excel spreadsheet if possible so it makes my job easier because then I could spend the time and focus them on what their needs are, what they need for support, or if I'm representing the moneyed spouse, you know, what what they could afford to pay and support.
1: Well, that's really helpful too. Yeah. We work with a lot of uh, recently divorced or people that are contemplating divorce. And I think that, yeah, the, the non-money spouse is usually the one that comes to us because they don't have a clue. I've had people that say they don't know where the accounts are. They don't know any user IDs and passwords. They've and, you know, they've left it up to the other spouse all this time because that's the way the division of responsibility. Sometimes you do that when you get married or get together. Sometimes one person does the finances and the other person does other things. So it's tech, it can get complicated that way.
2: Right. And, and also just even, you know, we're talking now in the beginning of the case, but even more importantly, at the end of the case, especially when I'm representing the non-moneyed spouse and they come into money and you know we deal in a lot of high end divorces where the non moneyed spouse really you know was being controlled by the moneyed spouse and saying here's your allowance well now when they get a certain amount of support or an equitable distribution they get a lump sum payment they don't know what to do and a lot of times their financial advisors were their spouses and they don't want to use them anymore so i always say it's important to have somebody there, someone like you that can organize them, help them figure out, you know, how they need to you know where where they're going to pay their expenses. Because a lot of times there are some that never paid a bill before. Yeah. They don't they don't know how to write a check. It happens.
1: It's shocking to us, but it's uh, it's true. There are a lot of people there, and some of them are young, and they just they never had to pay a bill. They just had a very sheltered life, and here they are. They don't know where to begin. So yeah. and they're
2: even, they're so young that sometimes they don't even have a checkbook. And they really dealing with Venmo. I mean, I, I've had people that have said, you know, I'm I'm going to a wedding and I don't have a checkbook. I think, yeah, and, and but the other but the bride doesn't have Venmo. <laughs> and they have to go to a bank and actually ask for a check. It's 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 amazing.
1: Yeah, I know. But and so that's a good question, because I was thinking about that earlier when you were speaking. Well, how do you handle Venmo? Because it could be anything. It could be food. It could be babysitter. It could be a friend. You're reimbursing. How does that work?
2: Well, I mean, we we try. If 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 we have clients that use Venmo, Venmo, we'll try to get the records through them. Um, they you know they'll have it on their phones. It, you know, every, every we've had situations where PayPal. We've had to subpoena records from PayPal for because the other side was was spending money on um clothes and other other items and you know venmo is sort of new but it's uh we're getting to a point now that we're looking into subpoenaing those records but when so- one side doesn't have the financial information we always have the right as attorneys to serve subpoenas on banks on, on on institutions I even served the subpoena on EasyPass when uh there was a claim that the other side was uh wasn't going to see uh, their other you know let's say paramour and uh, we had gotten records that this person was traveling at a certain time at a certain date at a certain place but it just so happened to be the paramour's house and so it's you know subpoenas are a uh, are a beautiful thing
1: oh, that's yeah. good to hear I never thought of them as a beautiful thing but I guess in your case oh. they are Let's take a little break right now and then we'll come back and we'll talk some more. Thanks, Michael. Thank you. Hey there, I'm Judy Heft, founder and CEO of Judith Heft & Associates, financial and lifestyle concierge, celebrating 26 years in business. Woo hoo! On the financial side, we help clients simplify their lives with daily money management and bookkeeping services. On the lifestyle side, we take away that tedious and ever-procrastinated to-do list and get every chore accomplished with finesse. You can find my recent book that I co-authored with our CFO, Liz Levy, Mastering Your Financial Life Cycles, on our website at judithheff.com slash book. This simple, straightforward guide is intended to help you make the best financial decisions at every stage of life. If you're ready to upgrade your financial literacy and become interested in your financial journey, this book is a must read. You can find both of our books on Amazon. I can be reached at judy at or 203-978-1858. Of course, you can always check us out on our website, judithheft.com. That's J-U-D-I-T-H-H-E-F as in Frank T I look forward to hearing from you. Enjoy the show. And, and we're back. The other, the other thing I was saying, I'm just to piggyback on what we were talking about earlier. How do you handle that with Amazon? Because that's another thing. You get the records.
2: It's it's a little more difficult with Amazon because it's it's out of state. But uh, you know, we 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 try to to find a way. We also ask for these records in what's called discovery. So we'll send a notice out for financial discovery and ask for any documents. Dealing with expenditures such as the credit card statements, or Amazon, or or PayPal, and and, and things like that. So we we make the initial request um, through a demand, and if the uh, demand, if, and then we also have the right to do what's called depositions, where we have a court reporter there, and um, and it's only dealing with finances. No custody issues are allowed, and we have the right to ask about basically any from anything from the date of marriage on till today
1: that's interesting that's really helpful too and I think what I said earlier was it's so important to have a good attorney if you're contemplating divorce don't do that try to do it yourself because you'll be missing out on a lot I'll so, tell you Judy you. I,
2: I I've had cases where I've re, I've gone into court against pro se litigants people that are uh, representing themselves and it it's true it's the biggest mistake to make I mean you're dealing with Custody issues. You, you know where where are your children going to live? And you know, I I I always say, you know, if you have a foot problem, go to a foot doctor. I mean, I don't have any any degrees, medical degrees, and I don't profess to be a doctor. So if I have a problem, I'm going to a doctor. And the same thing applies with an attorney. You have to get proper legal representation. Otherwise, you know, you you you're subject to, you know problems. With custody support, it's just, it could cost you tens of thousands of dollars in the end.
1: No, I agree with you 100%. So, Michael, how can people reach you?
2: The best way to reach me is uh, the, our office number is 212 867 9123. Also, my email is mfried, F R I E D, at berkbot, B-E-R-K-B-O-T.com. I'm also on LinkedIn, Michael Freed, and I also have a podcast, Uh, Five Minutes with Freed, which Judy was an amazing guest, episode 12. Um, I have done 92, I believe, at at the time of this taping, 92 episodes. I just put on episode 66, so I have enough uh, in the can, as they call it in Hollywood, um, so uh, I, I love it. It's basically an infomercial for the people I've uh, I've interviewed, and uh, it's been great.
1: Oh, it is great. I enjoyed being a guest, and I listened to some of the others, and yeah, I think people should definitely check it out. So, Michael, thank you so much for being a guest. I really appreciate it. It's always great to see you and talk to you, and uh, look forward to spending more time together.
2: Judy, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure being on your show.
1: Thank you. My pleasure.
0: You've been listening to Mastering Your Financial Life, hosted by Judy Heft. Thank you for your positive reviews, comments, and sharing this show with others. You can read chapters of Judy's books and catch prior episodes of Mastering Your Financial Life at www.juditheft.com.